0: So, 55 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I am TC Fontaine. Joined by No Malik ain't here. Hold on, we're gonna get on we gonna get on that in a second. Uh I got Reek Havoc with me, the essential Reek Havoc. As always, you can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are available on YKWrestling.com. While you there, man, you can't see it right now, but Reek is wearing the merch: Black Lives Matter tees uh, and the Black Lives Matter tank tops and the Black Lives Matter hoodies and youth tees. And I think we got crew necks on there too. I think we got long sleeve t-shirts and onesies for your toddlers and your babies. So go ahead and check them out, man. Uh, What's going on, Reek? How you rolling today?
1: I'm cool. I'm chilling. You know, this this time off is doing wonders vacation. for vacation. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm catching up,
0: watching some more wrestling, kicking back, chilling. Facts, man. What are we watching? What what you been watching? Oh man, I'm on you my So you mentioned two thousand
1: six. Yeah, I'm strolling through. I'm probably at about early August, right about now, coming up on some. Yeah, yeah.
0: Man, it's been like a here, while. You out here binging? Yeah, man. Last time we checked, you was in June. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, keep it pushing, man. You almost, you almost caught up. You know, we here. Uh, today is the 16th of September, so we are this is 14th, 14, uh, yeah. 14 years tomorrow that uh that Trish Stratus originally retired from full time competition. Like she she not retired retired I don't think so. Like no no she got a couple she, uh... other matches in the. Like she, she, sh- she did you watch the bump? Uh,
1: I I know what, I've seen what you're talking
0: about. I oh, saw yeah, that. She, <laughs> she, she 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 let the door open for her and Sasha in the future. I just like that's that's the one I need to see. That's the that's the last one I need yeah. to see. And yeah. she can retire after that. She'll that's she don't need no more matches after that. Yeah. She she got the match with Charlotte. Like that's, that's she wrestled in a Royal Rumble. She good. That's gonna do it for me. Yeah, that's all I need in my life, man. I wouldn't mind another match with her and Mickey James, too.
1: yeah. Uh Poe, Mickey. Poe, Poe Mickey. Man.
0: All <laughs> right, so you got the lowdown on what happened on Monday night, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh this is this is a mess, man. This is really a mess, and this is this is gonna this is gonna be part of a rant because I'm about sick of this. I really am. Man. Do,
0: do we want to save it for regrants? Uh, you know what? We got we got about three regrants here, so we can. <laughs> you
1: know what? I, I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going to get into this really quick, and then I, I'll. When I when I hit the rant, I'll go into detail about it. But
0: but is, is it so it's not official? This ain't an official regrant or no, 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 no. I'm just
1: gonna I'm just gonna detail this what went down here. Okay. All right. So we all saw the match. Uh for those who didn't, Oscar was looking to finish the match off by getting Mickey into the Oscar lock. And she had it just about locked in as Mickey kind of countered it and flipped over on her stomach. And when she turns back around, the referee came down and just called the match off and Mickey looked up at him with this bewildered look on her face. Like, what the hell? Why did you do that? And uh, the speculation ran out for the next full on 24 hours that uh, Mickey looked like she was hurt. She looked like she was gassed. All this stuff came out.
0: They said she had a wardrobe malfunction.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't even see that. But this, this, this is what happened.
0: Nobody tell Jr. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> this is really what happened here. So when Oscar got the Oscar lock on, once she had it, since then, initially, Mickey was supposed to tap mickey didn't tap and she did that counter out of it and during the match she was like selling good for everything oscar was doing she was putting her over <laughs> apparently she sold so well for oscar that when they got to that spot in the oscar lock somebody backstage from watching it apparently. It, to them, it appeared that Mickey was out of it, that she couldn't keep going, that maybe she'd suffered an injury. So, those refs got the little earpiece in their ear to k- keep them in touch with backstage. They made the call to the ref to say, end the match because we think Mickey's out of it. So, the ref simply just followed the instructions okay, we'll get you out of it, called it off, told the, the announcer, and that was the end of the match. Mickey is fine. She doesn't have any kind of injury or any, you know, she wasn't gassed or anything like that. <laughs> she just, she sold too well. That, that, that's really what it comes down to. She sold too well that she fooled whoever was backstage, which I've never heard of before. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's what's what it is. Uh, it's apparently the the rematch will be coming soon. That that won't be the end of it. Uh, but uh, yeah,
0: that that
1: was what happened on Monday.
0: <laughs> so they they fucking up on live TV. Yeah, which is why I have a rant waiting for them today.
1: <laughs>
0: a shot. A shot. Oh, I don't I don't got my soundboard connected. I'm tripping. I'm disconnected on accident. I don't even want to play it now, so we can just move on. It's too late. (laughs) It's too late. It's taking too long. I have my Bluetooth speaker still on. It's all bad. So, Mm. hey. Mm, mm, mm. As you say, technical difficulties, stuff happens. We just move on and pretend that never happened. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Man, so uh, if you're wondering, where Malik is at, uh, I don't have an explanation, so I'm just gonna let Universal Champion. I forgot what what, what title he holds now. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Universal Champion Roman Reigns explain where Malik is. unfortunately he's not here so maybe we'll see malik next week malik ricks
1: is the undisputed 24 7 48 7 7 i-95 I south european champion <laughs> oh man mr 24 7 we gotta get him in that belt bro we gotta get him that belt he gotta have it Right on front of the camera every time he get on,
0: when he gets on. Right. <laughs> I will buy it for him for Christmas. Yeah, man. Like I don't even think Malik listens to the show, so <laughs> he ain't even going to know that I'm, I'm out here telling people what I'm getting them for Christmas. Yeah. I'm going to get him that 24-7 title. It's going to be a symbol of our friendship. <laughs> it's going to be a symbol of our friendship. that's the that's the official so uh i haven't been watching much wrestling i actually forgot to uh do my 2001 watch last week so i kind of plan on doing that later I, i don't think i got any homework that i need to do so at least not right now so i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna probably work and um you know do some more wrestle stuff uh this Saturday, though, I will uh be in the house, man, versus Pro Wrestling Studios. Uh they're having another exhibition at the mall. So I will be there. We will have some content being posted on our pages. Uh, their page, our page. So look out for that. Got some got some good Vegas wrestling, man. Like when I tell you this is like this ain't your typical, like, you I know, mean, you may not know these guys, but these guys are legit. Like, this is legit wrestling. Because I'm a, a lot of these guys are trained by names you know of, like Jake the Snake Roberts and D-Lo Brown and Kenny King, you know, former, uh, you know, uh, Ring of Honor, uh, X Division champion. He was a uh, tough enough. He was he was in tough enough. He what he didn't win. He should have won. Um, but we ain't gonna get into that. But. He was He's my pick cool. to win. It was a brother. It was a brother. Like a brother had won the year before. I think a brother about to win this year, you know, because they put it in people's heads with the first tough enough that it was, it was going to be, you know, one man, one woman. They chose two women and they didn't choose Kenny King. <laughs> and Kenny oh, King man. has had a more memorable career than the two winners. Damn. Like one of the winners I think is more known for being uh the wife of Shelton Benjamin's tag team partner, Charlie Haas. Yeah. And the other one was uh she she was in TNA, wasn't she? A little bit Linda Miles, wasn't she in TNA? I might be I thinking of somebody yes. else.
1: I want to say yes.
0: I know it was another tall black woman that was there. Like a tall uh slim back black woman. I think she played basketball as well uh i forgot her name she was damn rocka khan was her name yeah i remember her but linda miles i want to say she was in tna but i don't think so either and she was more known for being a manager so yeah that's true a really, i wasn't really i was manager that probably shouldn't have been on tv and you know <laughs> On, on network television, you know, she playing a dominatrix and shit. They had yeah, her on UPN. Like, that's a bad look. I think probably should have had her on cable with that gimmick. Should have had her on Monday Night Raw on Spike TV. But it's all good. <laughs> hey, Spike TV was for men, so they could get away with that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, why, why, why didn't they have them on here? I hated the Basham brothers, bro. I did not like them. I what hated was the them. point? I, I don't really, know.
1: I'm, like.
0: Which is crazy because one of them was one of them I heard was nice as a singles wrestler in OVW. And he probably could have had a really good singles career, but they put him in a tag team for some reason. And they called them twins and they look nothing alike. And then the rest really would just didn't. the rest would be so oblivious to when they would switch. And I'm like, these niggas don't look alike, bro. <laughs> like, why are you so confused? I don't get it. I was never a fan. It was really boring to me. They had a really generic look. I didn't, like I said, their manager was just whatever. They wrestled on Velocity a lot, so that's that's why they really didn't get much with me because they was on Velocity. Yeah,
1: I used to like watching Velocity. I loved it.
0: Oh, Wrestling man. on Saturday
1: night, right? I used to. I really used to rock with it. That and Sunday Night Heat. I don't know what happened, man. Like. I can't I can't watch these secondary shows anymore. Like like main event superstars when it came on, like I can't do it. I don't know.
0: It's not it's not accessible like it used to be. I think the because yeah, honestly the only reason they still produce those shows is because people watch them overseas because they come on TV over there. That's true. Yeah. So it's like in America they put that shit on video on demand. They hide it on the network like so. Like and it's looking for stuff on the network is already hard as is. Thanks. So I'm not going to look for Main Event or Superstar. I don't know if they do both of them. I barely watched 205 Live. I watched 205 Live last week. The only reason I watched it last week is I was in the Thunderdome. So uh, I was in the Thunderdome as they was recording it. And I yeah. was like, eh, it's it's still kind of cool. Like I'm I'm glad to see I'm glad to see uh Legato Del Fantasma. They're actually like running that show as they should be you know seeing yeah. as santos escobar is a cruiserweight champion so he he runs that show like he's he's the drew mcintyre the roman reigns the 205 live but it's just like that's cool we just got to get some eyes on him
1: yeah and this is the other thing too it's like you know with with, with sunday night heat and velocity it, usually you would see guys that are like starting to come up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like they're just getting their feet wet and you know, uh, expanding on it, their, their, their skill set there and stuff like that. Because a lot of times, I remember when Sunday Night Heat used to come on before pay per views. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you getting a little glimpse into what's coming
0: later but down the remember line. Remember when Heat first started, and it was it was basically like Monday Night Raw too. Yeah. It was it was huge. Like Shane McMahon was on there doing commentary. They had right. Vince, Vince would be on there. It would be it would basically be a continuation of Monday Night Raw, and that was mainly for like a year. And then they brought SmackDown. Into fruition, and Sunday Night Heat kind of went on the back, you know, the back pedal yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but they eventually were like just became kind of trash. Like,
1: yes, yeah, because it used to be, you know, saying guys, you know, especially you know guys coming out of OVW and stuff, they get mm-hmm. their they get their first like full on exposure from Sunday Night Heat. But nowadays, it's like the shows for like the throwaways, the guys that. They you know Vince doesn't want to push, doesn't see any money, and doesn't see value in, and so they just throw them together on that show to make you know an hour's worth of content just to say they did something for this show to keep continuing it. And that, that's why I can't really rock with it. It's like a lot of stuff is good and I feel bad
0: because it's like you know, I, still I heard Ali's been Ricochet over there killing. And Mustafa Ali, and I heard that yeah. was an amazing match.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel bad because I keep hearing like yo, they, they kill it over there, but It's like you don't you don't really have that much incentive to watch it because it's like look, you get three hours of Raw, two hours of NXT, two hours of SmackDown. If you watch AEW, that bullshit, then you got two hours of
0: AEW. Yeah. If you like me, you probably watch an impact as well. So you got that. You watching old shit as well. So you got that. You kind of get burnt out. You be like, man, I don't really want to watch this because one, there's nothing at stake, which is the same reason why I don't watch AEW dark. It's the same exact reason. Like, I mean, I mean, over there at least there's some more stuff at stake. That, I don't know why they do that. Yeah, why do they that. Make the, like? Hey, like, why? Why is it? Why is it? This is my one of my biggest complaints with AEW is aside from the fact that which they in tonight's episode they they didn't do it. They didn't do it. It wasn't. I was shocked. It was no eight man tags tonight. Thank God. Thank you, Tony Khan. Nobody want to see that shit every fucking week. So I was really appreciative that there was not an eight man tag team match on my TV screen. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so
1: over tag teams <laughs> at this point. Aside right. from that,
0: my other biggest beef with AW is the fact that I got to watch all the YouTube shows to really understand the context of a lot of things that go on. Like there's apparently uh, been a lot of build for the Dark Order as just kind of showing the the cult-like environment and atmosphere in the group, and that's cool, but, like, I would like to see more of that on television versus on the Young Bucks YouTube channel. Yeah. Or at least, I mean, you can do that, too, but run the, run the vignette on TV as well. Like, Impact doesn't have a problem running their vignettes. They run vignettes all through the show. I don't now, see why AEW can't bring a couple of them on or at least show a preview of it and be like, you can watch the rest of it on YouTube. You know what that's
1: what I'm saying. saying. Like, I don't, I I don't, I've been so confused about uh, the, the context of the Dark Order because my understanding of it coming in was that they were like, not to compare, but almost like kind of a Ministry of Darkness kind of faction, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they were just these guys that you show up and attack people and they're brooding and all this other shit. And then Brody Lee shows up, that's your leader. Okay, cool. But now that I'm seeing it recently, they're a bunch of goofballs. They're just joking and laughing and shit. Like, what was the point of calling them the Dark but, Order? So it don't it don't mix.
0: I think um I don't I don't really understand the the name doesn't. I think if the name was different, it would come off a lot better. Because yeah. right now, and uh and and I saw this on Reddit earlier. I don't remember who. I don't remember exactly what they said, but this person on Reddit compared it to his experience of actually being in a religious type of cult unknowingly. And it's the same stuff. It's just like, they they make you feel warm and welcome and like a family-like atmosphere. And they just kind of just joke around and just have fun. But you know, you got a guy like Brody Lee is very condescending towards the other members and stuff. And it's kind of, he they, they equated it to that. And so I got to thinking it makes sense, but the, the name wise, the, the name could be different because it's not it's not dark necessarily it's at the not. end of the day, but I think the the cult light atmosphere of it is cool. I just would like to see them elaborate more of that on television. Cause I mm. haven't been seeing it. Like they, and that was something they were doing at first when Brody Lee first debuted, they were showing these video packages and these skits building him up. And I haven't mm. really seen much of those recently. Like maybe every few weeks or so they show something but apparently a lot of this stuff has been on youtube and i'm not perusing for aw content on youtube i barely no. watch it on wednesday nights like i, I kind of passively pay attention to it unless something major happens like today i was in depth and uh you know engulfed i'm i'm fucking up my english engulfed excuse me in both shows but uh Let's go. Let's talk about these Wednesday Night Wars, man. Let's let's get into this real quick. Let's knock these out. Uh, cuz the Wednesday Night Wars are back uh after a brief uh, hiatus over the past couple of weeks. Um which one which one do you want to talk about, man? NXT or AEW first? I didn't watch AEW, so um
1: which you know, if we want to get crazy out the way. <laughs> my
0: AEW recap uh I had some questions that you know, the the AEW uh, number 1 fan on our show. Didn't want to show up today and answer. So I'm still going <laughs> deaf a little bit uh, on the important things as always and the non-important things. I'll just kind of briefly elaborate on those a little bit. Uh, but to kick off AEW Dynamite tonight, we got a FDR, FTR, not FDR, FTR, Tag Team Champions. Uh, they won against Jurassic Express. Um, break them up, man. Like, if, if you if you're not going to do anything with them, in the tag team division. It's it's too many tag teams to really keep up with. I don't think you need as many tag teams. I think Luchasaurus Luchasaurus should probably turn on his partner. Uh, I think Marco Stunt holds down the group for one. Uh, Jungle Boy could be really good in the mid-card. And Luchasaurus is phenomenal. I think he should get a push. Um, Turn him on his partner. Give him a different gimmick. I think the guy is actually, you know, pause he's not a bad looking guy uh take the mask off him you know you can do something with him kind of like this dude he looks like a white roman reigns without his mask (laughs) basically i because i remember i
1: remember seeing him i forget what it was on i want to say it was like nxt or something like that yeah he used to
0: be nxt if you go watch um if you go watch seth rollins versus big e for the nxt title he was he was part of the group of uh, people in the locker room that came out and ran the shield off. Yeah. So Clearest Dale, like, oh shit, that's Luchasaurus. Right. Yeah.
1: So yeah shout he out to basically him. is. He basically is like another woman. But that that that's the dynamic that always works. The big, imposing, you know, physical guy in in a group, if they're baby faces or faces, whatever. He turns on, you know, he get, get all the, on the high the tags person, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So he's so, going to get the, he's going to get that pop. He's going to get that heat. He turns on one or both of them. And you know, one of them just, they pick one, they have a feud with them and then he moves on to the next thing that always works. So I don't see why it can't work for him. He's a good, you know, he's a solid worker. So
0: why not? Indeed. I, I feel like there's only so much you can do with a, with a dinosaur. On national television and wrestling, like it's a perfect indie gimmick. But I think on TV, that's not. I mean, right now, it's it's cool. Over the past year or so, it's been good. But I think going forward, you really you can't really rely on that gimmick in the long term. And I think in the next eight to twelve months, should probably not kind of distance himself away from that gimmick. That that's just my theory. Um, after the match, uh, the Young Bucks came down to the ring. Uh, they super kicked the ref this week. Um, the Merkman comp claims is going crazy in the AEW uh HR office. Um that's what I'm saying oh, Tony <laughs> Khan got to give me a job. I'll get super kicked too. Cause I'm suing. I'm suing <laughs> the hell out the company. What's good with that, man? Like so it, it not too long after that, we had a uh, Kenny Omega's on commentary for Hangman Page's victory over Caz. And uh he just left after the match. Like he didn't didn't go down and celebrate with his former partner or nothing. He just dipped and went backstage. Like out of these four, who's the true like bad guys out of these four? Cause you got the young bucks out here attacking, you know, non wrestlers. They're not even they're not even just like attacking, you know, wrestlers backstage, out here attacking announcers, referees, like I'm I'm thinking sometime soon Tony Khan gonna get a super kick to the face. He should. He should. Cause you almost killed Matt Hardy. And then you joked about it on air tonight. Wait, what? Uh Chris Jericho. Well, well, Matt Hardy got attacked off camera. It was like a knee injury. And uh private parties out there checking on him, a referees attack, uh checking on him. Uh, Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho and Jake Hager, I want to say, might have been Sammy Guevara. I don't know. It was Chris Jericho and somebody from Inner Circle came up and they were basically like, I guess Matt Hardy isn't the luckiest man in wrestling this week, huh?
1: What happened to taking time off? Yeah, like, why was you backstage? (laughs) This is stuff I don't get. Like, you come out publicly, you let the cat out the bag. Like, listen, you had a concussion. Ain't no sense in hiding no more. You got concussed. So, you have that discussion and you say to people, I'm taking time off to heal. Why would you then return to television the following week? I just don't get it. I.
0: (laughs) I couldn't, I didn't even know what to say.
1: I try not to say that, but he's making me say it like, bro, stop, man. Like, is there, is this an issue that you're having that you can't pull away? Like, dog. Uh, like, I'm starting to wish I'm starting to wish he took that producer job at WWE when he was offered it.
0: But and now and I hate to be that that person is like, oh, what about when WWE? But I'm 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 really just like we we can we can make a lighthearted comment about Matt Hardy almost dying on pay-per-view, but we can't do an alcoholic storyline with his brother. It was like I feel it's kind of you know one and the same, but you know it's one and the same. Basically, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um. Anyway, let's get back into this. Uh, this recap. Uh, next up, we got MJF. Uh, says that the only way, apparently, you can, you know get a get showcase on AEW television, is to be in a stable or a tag team. So he kind of teases on stable, uh, which uh, apparently might be the dynasty stable from major league wrestling that MJF was a part of last year. I, I don't watch MLW at all. Uh, yeah. So I'm not familiar with it, but uh, I seen somebody mention it on social media earlier and I went and looked it up and I was like, they're still together. So if MLW, uh, which I'm I'm pretty sure MoW fine with working with AEW, seeing as Brian Pillman Jr. appears on AEW television a lot. They can probably bring those guys in. Uh, Alex Hammerstone and a couple other dudes are in that group. Yeah. So
1: I just I don't I don't want to see NJF go into any kind of faction, tag team, anything. We just got him on his own. He's perfect. He looks good. Exactly. He looks good right where he is, established as a heel. He just proved that he can go in the main event with, with Moxley, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So don't 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 take a step back. Don't do that. Come on, man.
0: Nah, there's and, too and
1: many there's too many tag teams and factions as it is.
0: I think it helps MJF too to stand out by itself as well. So yeah, maybe he just you know bluffing. That, that seems like so. something he do. He bluff a lot. <laughs> um. Next up, uh, I feel like not even Eddie Kingston and Lucha Brothers can make Botcher and Bland interesting. Cause yes. I really don't give a shit about like let let's, let it be King and and Lucha Bros. But but the other two, you know, he's he's, he's saying like you know, uh, you know the Bland he gotta you know get his house in order, whatever that means. But I'm I'm just not interested in this partnership. It actually. Eddie Kingston is incredible on the mic, as, you know, it's been proven. Uh, I'm actually kind of mad because I, I wanted to include one of his promos from when he was in Shikara uh, on the promo madness, but I didn't put it on the list, which uh, the promo was from 2009, so it was in your region. You probably wouldn't have picked it anyway because you didn't pick Steiner Math. <laughs> so you might not have picked it anyway, so it don't really matter. Um, oh, but you got, you know, you got the Lucha Brothers are, are amazing talents. Pentagon is a former world champion. You got them with probably the two worst workers in the company. Just I, doing, you know what? What?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this deal right here and now, Tony Khan. If you're listening, perk your ears up right now because I'm gonna make a deal with you right here, and you can quote me, pin this. And record this. Well, we're recording already, but like just, just word for word of what I'm about to say. The day Butcher, Botcher, and Bland are gone from this show, from AEW, I will sit down and I will watch AEW literally from start to finish with no interruptions. I don't care if NXT is on on the opposite side. I will neglect nxt and i will watch AEW. I will i will host a house party a watch party for every wrestling fan i know in my area to <laughs> sit down and watch aew from start to finish neglecting nxt and i fucking love NXT. i don't watch anything else on wednesday night i will do that if you just get rid of this shit tag team please and thank you that's my deal quote me on that
0: I agree. I agree. Uh next up we uh, had uh the inner circle defeating private party. Inner circle being Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh come on, man. Let's get the private party. I want to see them get some momentum. I think they're they're too good to to just kind of just be floating around and, and doing nothing. Like I wanna see them get some momentum, get some wins under their belt, climb up the rankings and go for them tag titles.
1: I was worried this would happen with them. And of course. Suspicion is always validated right then and there. Mm-hmm. When they didn't get that that shot, or was it, last month?
0: Yeah, against the uh, best friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's when I started getting concerned. I'm like,
0: I don't like where this is going. But sure enough. Which I, I don't think it helps either that from the outside looking in, for like, if you're somebody that follows the WWE casually, or you just a diehard WWE, and you you're aware of AEW. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. My bad. Burp in the middle of my sentence. Um, <laughs> sometimes you can't help it. Uh, so if you like a, a casual WWE fan, or you somebody that's familiar with AEW, you don't really watch it, but you kind of you know see what's going on. and might come across your Twitter feed every now and again, and you see these private party guys, and you first thing you don't think of is like these should rip off street profits if you're a WWE fan. And I think that's unfortunate because like they, they not really anything like the street profits at all. Yeah. And if you don't watch it, you wouldn't know it, but presentation, you know, uh, you know, first impressions are everything. So if you don't have a first impression on them and the presentation is kind of similar to something you're aware of, you are just going to think of them as a, as a rip off. And I think, uh, that might hold them back long term, which is unfortunate because they can go, they can they can really go and ring. Um, it's, yeah, it's 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 all it's all bad. But I, I want to see them do something different with them, as yeah. far as like, and, and buy something different. They don't they don't got to change up who they are. By something different, I mean like winning more often than they do. Yeah, that's all. Um. Next up, Thunder Rosa defended the NWA Women's World Championship against Eveleth, and I'm really glad the world gets to know who Thunder Rosa is. Uh, even though I just found out about her last year, uh, so when this uh, is, when Power this is a started, thing, though. yeah, she. I think she's a. Uh, I think she's just making appearances for uh, AEW, but I don't think she's signed. I think she's still signed to NWA, right? But it's just a, a per appearance deal. But she cool. she's been on there a lot. She's a. Uh, Evalees uh, and Diamante jumped her after the match, and Sheeta came out and even the score. And then Sheeta basically went back to the locker room. She she didn't celebrate or anything with Thunder Rosa. It was more so, you know, her doing the right thing. And uh, we got a tag team match next week with those four. Uh, next up, Jake the Snake and Taz went at it again on the mic. Uh, Lance Archer talked this shit as well against John Moxley uh moxley came out and uh before he could really do anything he got attacked from behind by brian cage and ricky starks uh will hobbs uh i had no idea who will hobbs is but he's black so i'll fuck with him uh he came in to even the score uh mox called out for darby allen to join them next week for a six-man tag team match a lot of stuff went on in that segment um kind of kind of tuned out a little bit because uh nxt i forget what was on nxt with that caught my eye I th- yeah the tag team match i think it was tag title match on nxt oh yeah uh, caught my eye a little bit more over that segment uh and in so the minute they, no, they didn't make no
1: they didn't make no busting nut jokes or nothing like that
0: this week actually i gotta that, i gotta watch the promo because i really I, I i listened to jake's promo because it's jake it's jake the snake roberts like yeah on. Like it's probably one of it's probably the best talker in the industry, so you gotta listen to him when he's talking on right. television. <laughs> um well when Taz came out, uh NXT had just came back from commercials, so I turned NXT volume back up. Go. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but then uh Lance Archer started talking, I, I turned it up a little bit. I was like, I I didn't know Lance Archer was that good of a promo. Like he good. It was like, what you need Jake for He you that good. But couldn't tell you. Yeah. So I'm gonna go rewatch it back. I'm pretty sure you know Jake made some uh Yeah some I'm, some, some nut busting jokes again.
1: I, I'm getting a little concerned, man. <laughs> Like what you trying to tell us? But the first time the first time he said it, I was shook, like, wait, time out. <laughs> you telling you telling two grown men in the ring that they can't bust a nut when you around? Like
0: hold on, man. To be fair. I wouldn't want two other men busting nuts when I'm around either. I mean, yeah, but that that that's implied. Like you should know that as a man. <laughs> like... I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> uh, and in the main event, uh, we got uh best friends defeated Santana and Ortiz in a parking lot fight. Uh, you know, sometimes AEW does stuff, you know, comes off cheesy sometimes with their with their gimmicks, but but this was right up my alley. Like this I heard this was, was good. This was right in my alley. I love one is this is my favorite game mode on SmackDown Here Comes the Pain on PS2 was the parking lot brawl. So wait, or was it Shut Your Mouth? I don't remember. I think it was Here Comes the Pain. They had the parking yeah, lot yeah. brawl uh mode. That was my favorite. Is so it kind of embodied a lot of that as well. Um one of the guys from Inner Circle uh got put into the trunk of the car. Uh, not all the way, and then Chuck Taylor hit a sunset flip on the hook, on the trunk, and kind of crashed it down onto him. That was crazy. Uh, and then it was like a wooden platform that was placed over the bed of the truck, and uh, Trent Beretta hit Ortiz with uh, his his move, which is kind of like a pile driver situation. Uh, threw that onto the bed of the truck to get the win. Uh, they also had some help from Orange Cassidy because I guess Orange Cassidy still has some issues with Inner Circle as well. Uh, but it was a fun match. I think it was probably one of the best Dynamite main events in the last year since they've been on television. Really, yeah, really I, fun match.
1: I heard people raving about it. It,
0: it was better than meet than NXT's main event. Uh, We're going to get into that in a second, though. Uh, literally a second because on NXT – uh, we had three <laughs> championships on the line tonight. Two, two, was it two? It was three, wasn't it? Nah, um, uh, and Shotzi, Shotzi was not title. and Shotzi was not title. Yeah, they promoted it as a title match last week.
1: No, no, They, they just I like I swore they did. They was like, like if Shotzi can beat EO, then they might have a title match. Uh-oh. They're having a the number one contenders like Battle Royal or yeah. something.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, uh, Eel Shirai beat Shashi Blackheart. Um, Apparently, it wasn't for the championship, but I swore they said it was last week. I swore they announced three championship matches, but, you know, WWE changes up all the time. It is what it is. Um, But as Reek mentioned, there is going to be a Battle Royal next week uh, to determine the number one contender uh, in that match. It's going to be Aaliyah, Casey Catanzaro, Indy Hartwell, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Tegan Nox, Shotzi Blackheart, Raquel Gonzalez, Caden Carter, Zaylee, Lee, and, of course, Rhea Ripley. Uh, who's going to win at? Ooh. Damn.
1: Uh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I want to say Candice, but I feel like it might be too early. Then again, EO's been champ for – what are we talking? Four months in your ago? house,
0: yeah. About in four your house months. was back in
1: June, yeah. Um, uh, I like to think probably, probably might be Candace, but um, uh, I've been wrong before. This wouldn't be the first. Uh, I just for me, I'm I'm hyped for whoever wins as long as I'm not really crazy about seeing Rhea back in the title picture
0: yet. No, nah, I mean, neither. I, I don't I don't
1: know what it is we need to fix with her right now, but it's not hitting like it was last year.
0: An alignment so, change.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something need to get configured over there. But um you can eliminate Casey and Kaden right off the bat. Cause I don't know what the whole situation with them is. It's a tag team thing they got going on. So that's gonna keep going. Uh Dakota, Dakota got her shot. Hashtag get at me, Dakota. Um
0: Hashtag get at me, Kaden. That's for Zay. That's for Zay. It's yeah. for me, too, but I don't care at this point. <laughs> Sasha Banks is hurt. That's that's my priority. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but no, I don't, I don't know. I think I'll roll with Candice, honestly. It's either that or, like, Raquel or somebody, which I wouldn't mind that either. But I say that with a little bit of an asterisk because – I told I told uh, who did I tell? I want to say I told Vince this. I don't I don't trust any Giants named Gonzalez. <laughs> I don't, so uh, <laughs> I'm precautious about that. But my thing is, I'm happy that all my gripes have gone answered finally because we got Zaylee back on TV. Yes, after all this time, thank the good
0: Lord. She I'm got happy. them extensions. You see them extensions? Yeah. <laughs> For real though. I'm like, okay. She came out here with a new weave and everything. Okay. Right. <laughs> with a with a new main streak. She wasn't having it. Let, let, hold on. Let's let's get let's get back into this review. Like uh, we, we out here, we out here fast forwarding. Uh next up, uh, we had Tommaso Champa beat uh I don't remember the name, but I think it was Denzel DeJernet, and they gave him a new name. Desmond yeah, Taylor. Yeah. It was it was some, yeah, it was something shorter. Yeah, something like that. I mean, y'all agree with that because Denzel Dejanet is a fucking mouthful to say. Yeah, it was like Desmond Taylor, smooth. But I think I think that's his name. Um, yeah, Tomaso Champa made a quick work of him. Uh, Jake Atlas came out, challenged him to a match like uh, next week. Uh, you know, <laughs> you remember a couple weeks ago, Jake Atlas got his ass beat by Tomaso Champa. Yes, he did. Um, next up, Kushida. Uh, he took out Patrick and he took out Austin Theory in back-to-back weeks. He's doing the Lord's work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, for the tag titles, uh, Brizango defeated Imperium. That was another banger. Uh, next up, Team Ninja, which is Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, the KC team. Uh, they took care of Jesse Kamea and Xia Li. Uh, You know, as we say, Xia Lee got them extensions in. And uh, she looked like she might be developing a mean streak because she took that loss very hard. Uh, I don't think she got pinned in him, I think it was Kamaya got pinned. Yeah, and, uh, it, you know, Zaylee like me, team with this loser, big <laughs> loser. That's good though. I need that. She's been off TV too long, she should have a damn mean streak.
1: She should, she, she like, definitely everybody should. Everybody, feel that. shit. Go ahead, she
0: she knew don't more get me TV wrong, time anyway. I,
1: yeah, don't get me wrong. I had no problems. You know, seeing all these nice little pictures that she's been taking. But that, that's cool. But uh, we're back on TV now. we back to whooping ass. So handle that.
0: What was that? Uh, Jay Billis used to say on Twitter every morning I gotta go to work. Let's get it. <laughs> right. Uh, and next up, we were scheduled for Undisputed Era uh, versus Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. But uh, prior to the match, Killian Dane was like, Hey, fuck out of here, dog. You got this. You don't need me. I ain't. I ain't about to do this shit. I'm good. And uh, and William Regal was like, "Hey, get your ass out there, bro. You got a job to do." And so he was just like, "Fuck, all right." So he goes out there. He kind of does the bare minimum. He's like, "If I'm a part of this match, Drake Mavericks on the outside of the ring." You're not gonna get counted out and get a loss on my record. So he basically just like <laughs> rolled his ass back in the ring and starts heading back <laughs> heading backstage again. And then like Roger Strong and Bobby Fish start talking shit, and that took Kelly and Dane off. And he comes out there. Uh, they eventually get the win, uh, you know, through a disqualification. So, uh, but Drake got got laid out two weeks in a row by Killian Dane. Uh, but this is obviously leading to an odd couple partnership down the line. Yeah. Um, but does Drake Maverick make you care about Killian Dane, or is it the same shit as it's been for the Hell last, like, no. four years?
1: <laughs> I Listen, this ain't do- – it's entertaining me, sure, but it, it don't got a damn thing to do with Killian Dane. It's just the dynamic Thanks. that they have. That's it. Like – but When this is over, I'm gonna go back to not giving a shit about Killian Dane, and that that that's a that's not the overall goal they want to achieve, but that's what's gonna happen.
0: So, uh, do we care about Killian Dane? Not at all. Oh, uh, I honestly don't like. You, you, at least at least shave, bro. Like, damn. <laughs> See that 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 would
1: get my attention. Like, oh, okay, that's unexpected, but play on.
0: I think that actually happens. is what ruins it is his look. Like, especially when he was insanity, like the dude just looked like, Nikki Cross too, they both looked like they, they didn't take a shower for forever.
1: But you know what? Or you could always do this, right? Nikki Cross started hanging
0: it. out with Alexa Bliss, started taking showers and drinking coffee. So. Exactly. That so might have on like, Killian Day.
1: You bring, you bring him up, bring him up and pair him with Nikki. Or, or you pair him with somebody in NXT, like like you said that that has some kind of effect on you know, like help the brother out man he it's yeah. not it's not cutting it he was when it was in- when he was in sanity, it works, but that was just as you know the piece to a bigger puzzle now he just kind of just floundering and randomly fighting people randomly doing this shit it's not it's not hitting it's just.
0: No, the, the Not Matt too. Riddle feud wasn't hidden. The, the Damian Priest, Keith Lee stuff wasn't hidden. So it's like they – and this is – I think this is a thing with a lot of talent in WWE because they they try to give guys things to work with and they just don't really catch on. And this is kind of the case here, which is like we're actually seeing it play out with the other guys that – you know, the, the – who can I say? Uh, FTR. Like FTR. they They tried to – do a whole bunch of stuff with them. They teamed in with Randy Orton. Couldn't get over. I like that too. And it it was a dope so, partnership. Yeah. But you know, granted the the Usi hot shit was corny, but oh. aside from that, like they they won the tag titles multiple times. Like they were getting featured a lot, and they just kind of weren't happy. So we're gonna see how they are. I think right now they're they're actually in a good position in AEW. Um I really am curious about guy like Miro in AEW. I wanna see where he can go now. And it's really I just hate when guys be talking a whole bunch of shit about the company they used to work for and how the company never gave them a chance and, and they, they don't hold themselves accountable because they don't really pan out to be anything in anywhere else either, sometimes. Every time. No like, there, there, I mean, there's there's some there's some anomalies, but for the most part, majority yes. of the time...
1: It's so like, I don't even have a reaction to it no more. It's like, I know you're going to do it, so just get it out the way and let's yeah. move on.
0: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh Killian Dane, this might be your last this might be your last uh your last chance to to really show something. So hopefully Rockstar Spud can help you out. I don't know. Uh, it, might be. it is for me. I'm done after this shit. I mean, he never really had chances with me in Sanity. I just couldn't I couldn't deal with it. Like outside of Nikki Cross, that that group wasn't really it for me which which shows you Nikki Cross is the standout of the group. <laughs> so I always
1: thought that myself cuz I'm just like yeah, this is a cool group if you, you know, push them. But I was always trying to see what Nikki was doing. Right. Cuz she she stood out, you know, just from what she did. Like her and Oscar had those wild matches when they was in NXT.
0: Last woman standing is one of my favorite NXT television matches of all yeah. time. And then when she showed up
1: on SmackDown the the first time. Versus Becky. And she went at the Becky. Yo, I popped for that. Me too. So, like, that, for me, she was always the star of that group, no doubt.
0: Yeah, so you got Eric Young going around and, you know, doing these interviews. And uh, I'm happy for him. He, he He's he's championing Impact again. But, damn, bro, like, you, you thought WWE was going to fuck with you like that? I could have told yeah. you that. No. Nah. It was never going to happen. <laughs> nah. Let's move on, man. Um, next up, Tommaso Ciampa uh, jumped Jake Alice in the parking lot. Kyle O'Reilly stepped in. And, uh, you know, it seems like Kyle O'Reilly had some time to reflect over this pandemic and quarantine while he was away from the Undisputed Era. And it uh, looks like we're, we're in for a turn with him and Adam Cole, like I told y'all. Like like I told y'all last week. Yep. Because like, cause compared to, like, one, he wasn't out there with – uh with his tag partner bobby fish and roger strong for their match he wasn't out there with them uh previously when they had jumped uh Drake Maverick he was basically like, what the hell are y'all doing like so him and Adam Cole are just they're different so I, I can yeah. see Undisputed Era might might be in a, for a civil war here soon. Um it's coming. Yeah. Uh and then the main event uh Damian Priest retained the North American title against Timothy Thatcher. Uh, who should step oh, up to challenge him next?
1: Real real quick though. Oh, real quick. I, I love how they're really playing up to the, this danger in the parking lot. <laughs> like for oh, the they shirt, just, they, the shirt they finally made the shirt now. So now we gotta reinforce that this this theme that the parking lot is not a safe place if you work for NXT, no matter where you at. That's good. I would love uh, to
0: see. Real quick, before you answer a question, now that you brought that up, I would love to see somebody like uh, R-Truth or somebody go down to NXT with the 24 seven title. And R-Truth just is like, I heard about this parking lot. <laughs> nah, he would kill that.
1: I, I, yo, I'd would kill, love to see that.
0: I I, I I couldn't even go further than that one line cause I know he would just make gold out of it. And yeah. like, I, I say some goofy ass shit that just don't make sense, but. So,
1: oh, so did you hear about like what went into that whole thing with him popping
0: Brock? Yeah, I seen the interview. It yeah, I heard like Paul Heyman and uh Brock had a. He bed. just told
1: him like, "Yo, we're just gonna, we're just gonna shoot." You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna get, I'm just gonna go with this line, and we're just gonna run with it, and you're gonna make Brock laugh. Like he just handed him the, the play. He was like, "Yo, Paul, which, 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 come on, man, you gotta give me something." Like, no, listen, listen, I'm just gonna hand it to you. You just take it away. You got this. <laughs> like. He had the utmost faith in truth. He's like, I know you can make Brock laugh. You got this.
0: He got that him it. Yeah. He said, he like, got... he seen he had him a little bit. He seen he was starting to crack. Can he just, like, apply pressure? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Shout out to truth, man. But, uh, okay, yeah. Now... Who, who should challenge Damian Priest next, man? Oh.
1: Man, this is good. Um, To be honest, I know like the the common answer would be like a a Bronson Reed or something like that, or maybe even like a Cameron Grimes. Um, Those are all like obvious though. I, for me, if, if he's not going to be involved in the uh, NXT title picture, then it should be somebody like Gargano. Cause you really don't have a mid card scene as much as like, like, the the latter match at Takeover was basically your entire mid-card scene. Yeah. Saying Johnny Gargano, because he could be in either scene. But yeah, that, that's pretty much the mid-card scene so much. So I mean, really, you, you don't have that many options to work with. I would go with somebody like a Gargano, and then you can kind of build some guys up as he goes along. But um honestly, you could run it back with that year again. I like that match. It was good better than i thought it was
0: gonna be yeah it it was uh because we got two different styles going against each other and i think with two different styles it's always it it always makes for a better uh you know viewing experience because now these guys especially i I don't think i don't think uh aside from matt riddle i don't think damian priest has faced anybody with with a style similar to that so yeah i don't think so but he's, he's he's you know he's been going up against the dodger kovics and keith lee's and everything so now whenever, it's kind of interesting to see him with somebody different
1: whenever dexter Loomis comes back that's the match to make mm-hmm. if he still has the championship by right then you know what i'm saying but i just i don't like seeing thatcher lose i said this before like i don't like seeing he's been that. losing
0: a lot he's been losing a lot i think uh that's so as you were saying, I think they need to run it back. I think this should be a few long term, like especially with takeover. They announced a takeover in three weeks, yeah. As well. So you might as well just Keep build up a rematch. Cause I can't I'm looking at the roster right now, and nobody else really stands out aside from Johnny Gargano. I don't think you you do a Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest championship unless match unless Gargano's so early. gonna beat him. Yeah, unless that's the case because Cause Johnny, Gar- I th- I th- there's more. There are more babyface challengers out here on the roster than there are heel challengers for Damian Priest. Right, so if you were to give the the title to somebody like Johnny Gargano, um, who we got here, who we got, uh, Pete Dunn, if he ever comes back, uh, we got Kyle O'Reilly. Looks like they're doing something with him. Kushida is, is been looking dominant lately.
1: What is he turning heel? Is he staying face? Like I can't Kushida. I can't tell. Like he's he's beating the shit out of people now. But judging bro, by the people tell. he's
0: been beating up is, is two assholes. So yeah. He's kind of justified in his reason. That's true. I mean, these are two, I mean, they're they're not good people in K or out of K So it's cool. He's he's a baby face either way.
1: Would we consider Patrick on that list of people that Priest might face? I, I don't want to,
0: but I I, I skip past his name because I don't want to see it, so I, I don't want to speak it into existence because we know he's a heel, so
1: uh, yeah, ugh, I don't know,
0: yeah, but I mean, we also got like Bronson Reed, Dexter Loomis, whenever he gets healthy, um, yeah. uh. Who else is on here, dude? Uh, that's probably it. Adam Cole, I guess. I don't know. I don't think Adam Cole would go back down there. Yeah, nah. To the he, to that title. He's team.
1: done yeah. everything. I think it's yeah. just a matter of time before he gets the call up. But I think they're waiting for Mansoor. Like, give us Mansoor
0: campaign. as a North American Championship, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mister One Match Per Year.
0: That's Mister. That's Mister Crown Jewel, right there. Yeah. One match a year, undefeated in Saudi Arabia,
1: and I just I I don't I don't get why you do that for somebody like I I know he does wrestle other matches, but it's like in terms of television time, he doesn't get nothing, Mm -hmm. and then you wait until Saudi Arabia comes around and then you just parade him like this hero. Okay, we know he's not gonna lose because this is his home, but come on, you know, like you have big wins like that, capitalize on it, build on it, you know what I mean, like if you're going to treat him like Saudi Arabia's undertaker at least give him something to fall back on afterwards
0: i think he's on undefeated on NXT as well
1: i did, like i've seen i know he's had like one or two matches that i've seen on NXT before but that that's what i mean like give him some 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 background to work with like if if you never watched him in NXT he shows up in Saudi Arabia you have no idea who the hell he is we just know he never loses at Saudi Arabia
0: maybe he maybe he's in Saudi Arabia I didn't think about that. Maybe. Which is why we haven't seen him. I'm going I'm, I'm on going his Instagram right now. We're going to see. <laughs> he might have been in Saudi. I don't know. I can't tell. Look like he with family. He might be in Saudi Arabia. So, yeah. Possible.
1: Which, which that that would make sense. You know what I'm saying?
0: But if you got
1: him, like, it don't make no sense not to put him out there.
0: At least showcase some, you know, in the first hour of the show, a little enhancement out, you know, the enhancement segment. Get some, uh, get some jobber talent on there, showcase some lower card people on the roster. I think that's something they should do with him. Uh, hmm. yeah, uh, let's move on. Um, next, uh, let's get into In Your Face Raw, pause. Uh, Please don't let me argue about the tagline, Reek. I want this episode to not be two hours long. <laughs> I think we just uh, hit about an hour. So, so I'm going mm. I'm to I'm skip some stuff uh, that happened on the show. Uh, just a couple things, because I feel like the full three hours was not worth talking about. Uh, but we did start off with Drew McIntyre uh, challenging Randy Orton to an ambulance match at Clash of the Champions because Drew McIntyre is the uh, promo guy. He is the face of the new WWE ambulance toy. So they gotta have an ambulance match on pay-per-view to promote it. That's literally the case. I'm not even right. joking. Right. <laughs> right. Wait, what? Wait, you, you dead ass right now? Like, I don't know the exact motive, but the fact I have seen a commercial for that ambulance toy and Drew McIntyre was in it, and then they promoting oh, him in an ambulance no. match is kind of obvious. <laughs> Oh, no. at least <laughs> at least though it makes sense to the story so i don't think people can necessarily get mad i i can't is <laughs> this like i get it because i get it it makes sense it's better than just forcing it but they they was kind of forcing it when they said this um because adam pierce came out and said that randy orton might not be clear to compete uh, by Clash of Champions, which I want to say is in two weeks, or oh, it's, it's actually in a week and a half uh, from now, so a week from this Sunday coming up. Uh, but he says Randy Orton might not be clear to compete, and if uh, Keith Lee beats Drew McIntyre later on that evening, uh, then he'll replace Randy Orton in the match. And in uh, the graphic they showed, it still said an ambulance match, so that's where my theory comes in: that they just want to <laughs> sell this toy, and so no matter who Drew faced whether it's Randy Orton, which makes sense for an ambulance match, or Keith Lee, which it doesn't make sense that they have an ambulance match. Uh, But more on that. More on that later. Uh, Cedric Alexander beat Ricochet with a really wild lumbar check, uh, but his victory was interrupted by another Retribution promo. And so MVP did the most MVP thing ever, and he offered Hurt Business Services to Adam Pearce uh, to take out Retribution if they show up again. More on that. Uh, Zelina Vega basically said, hey, Andrade, Andrew Garza, I'm tired of y'all niggas. Fuck out of here. I'm going to focus on myself. Uh, And they started brawling. uh, But she challenged Oscar for the Raw Women's title. Slapped her in the face. So it's good. It's good to see Zelina finally getting some shine as a wrestler. It's about damn time. Hold on. I'm going to let LeBron James say that. I got a soundbite. Let yeah. Lebron say that. Finally, right man, what what do we think about Zelina Vega finally getting a chance to showcase what she is? I I seen somebody on our Instagram page was like she can't wrestle, and so I'm like, well, how do we know? Hey, like, literally, um, all she's competed in is battle royals. And mixed tag matches. And she, she had a couple singles matches against Bianca Belair a few weeks ago that were, like, three minutes long. So uh, I would ask this person that asks
1: stupid questions. She can't to, wrestle, by the way. To that. Yeah, she can't. To just do some simple research. Uh, Zelina has actually been wrestling for a while.
0: The Trinity, go look it up.
1: Yeah, and she she does some very extensive training with her husband they both have mma backgrounds so that being said i'm looking forward to this match that she's gonna have with oscar because i think it's yes. gonna be fire truthfully
0: very stiff very yeah very, very stiff working i'm this talking is gonna- about hard kicks hard punches yep. hard slaps hard chops all that and i can't wait this shit is gonna hurt that's my and, style and one way or another whoever comes out of it's gonna make
1: Zelina a star as it should, because we need more in the
0: division. So I'm and on for it. I'm kind of mad I don't got the uh, the Michael Irvin. We need more soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> got to add that to the list. I and mean, let's uh, be honest.
1: Oscar didn't have much to to go on after you know uh, the thing with Sasha and Bailey, and then uh, Shane is in a tag team, so that's not going to happen. You don't really have a lot of options. You know what I'm saying? Mickey was a one-off. I guess they're going to revisit that at some point. Nobody wants to see her wrestle Natty or Lana. So you got to go with what you can go with. I don't know why they're not putting Bianca in the picture, but that's neither here nor there. That's a different topic for a
0: different day. Do Bianca be on main event?
1: I don't know. I I, don't I think know I'm about to watching. start watching main
0: event to see some of my favorite people. Like <laughs> they got main event Mustafa. Like she uh, got
1: like they 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 got us hyped when they started bringing her back on TV, but then she went away again. So yeah. I I don't know what's going on here. And this know. was after they fired Paul. So I mean I don't know. I think Vince is going through like phases of schizophrenia where it's like he's pushing today and dropping tomorrow. Like.
0: It's quit playing, I mean. put her with her husband, and call it a day. They don't she don't gotta be, she doesn't have to be Mrs. Montez Ford, like they tend to do with a lot of the other women. Mia. But Mia, uh, Candace sometimes.
1: <laughs> but uh But,
0: but it, it, it give her
1: something to do, shit. Like, but at the same time though, uh Mia might be going another direction. She might oh, been yeah. beating her husband. More on that.
0: More on that. <laughs> more on that. Uh, next up, uh, we got Braun Strowman popped up in Raw Underground. Uh, he wrecked Titus, Dolph, and Riddick Moss. Uh, you like Dolph? Uh, not Dolph. Sorry, Braun in Raw Underground. Hell, this is I the Braun.
1: It. This is the brawn that we were supposed to have when he had the belt. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The the Braun that we got was just like, hey, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? I'm that's just happy to that finally be a universal champion. Yeah, get that. I'm just gonna wreck everybody, including Bray Wyatt.
0: Get uh,
1: these hands, bro. This is not this is not what we came to see. That Braun that showed up at Underground that that was like 2017 Braun. That that's what the people show up to see. That's why they got hyped. That's why they wanted you to be Brock back then for this trap, like. Keep that and take that back to SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? Or, or go to Raw, Which, whichever one you choose. But like that's what I need on a regular basis. And that that him and, and uh what's his name? Uh Dabakato.
0: Yeah, next week.
1: That, that that's that's gonna slap. That's gonna slap for real. So I'm with it.
0: More Braun Strowman and Raw Underground. Yes. Thank you, Draymond. <laughs> Uh next up we got Seth Rollins. He beat Dominic uh Mysterio in a cage. Uh after the match, uh, you know, Buddy Murphy almost cost him the victory a couple times. And uh, you know, he beat uh Buddy Murphy's ass for his troubles as well. Um, however, we did get Alia Mysterio uh showing some compassion for Murphy afterwards. Uh so, so what do you think we got brewing here?
1: Uh I don't like that the whole idea that they're talking about like a romance angle
0: like all right first uh, of all hold on hold on hold on, real quick let me cut you off on that one because you remember my rant i had a week or two ago about the shoddy journalism mm-hmm. that was an example of that okay from good. from a repeat offender that i think everybody <laughs> should have blocked on social media you uh, should you go. sometimes google puts their articles and sends them as a notification for me because they see my algorithm is always looking up wrestling. So they, they send me these websites to, you know, these news sites and everything. I had to block them from off of my thing. I like, don't send me no more pages from this website, no more. <laughs> this, this, this website has been a few weeks ago, they posted something. And Charlotte Flair was basically like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Because this ain't true. It was about her. And it it sounded ridiculous, for one. Two, it was completely false. Because it was about, uh, it was about Charlotte being out. Like, because, you know, she's injured right now. And they're saying that uh, she would be out till WrestleMania, till after WrestleMania. Yeah. And Charlotte was basically like, Yo, y'all gotta get the fuck out of here, but I don't expect less from somebody that made fun of my coworker getting stalked in you know, by somebody. Yeah. So, I, I don't, that, they, that, that website is blocked on all my social media channels. Their memes are not funny. Their articles are shit, and then they argue with people who try to fact check instead of just being journalists and holding themselves accountable and saying that they were wrong. They make up stuff for clicks. It's bullshit. So this romance angle that you were trying to bring up, bullshit. It's it's no romance angle. The girl is like eighteen years old. It yeah. just I don't think I, I don't see where they would do some shit like that. Yeah, on TV. I, I am. I see that. I see it more as them. You know the Mysterio, especially Ray. You know he comes out with the cross on his mask all the time. Christian family. These guys, you know, they have these Christian values, and I think you lean into the messiah stuff a little bit and they, they kind of help Buddy Murphy turn his life around, quote unquote. Cause they, they see that he was just kind of under the spell of the Messiah and he's just doing things. And I think that's something Ray Mysterio and Dominic might help turn uh you know Buddy Murphy's uh, career back around. One Buddy Murphy needs some help because he be dolo in these locker rooms getting yoked up by everybody. <laughs> that's a fact. So, uh, I think I think Buddy Murphy could use some friends, and I think he could use some friends in the Mysterio family. Uh, uh, maybe a tag team with Dominic. I don't know.
1: What I would like, there you go. What I would love to see come out of this is you pair Buddy up with Dominic and make everybody else go away. Please stop sending this dude. Stop into bringing the show family to work. Yes. Stop having this dude come in here every day like it's the first day of school. Bro. Stop it! This man is twenty plus years old. He's a grown 24. man. Twenty four. Twenty four. He's twenty four years old. He do not need to be coming in here like it's college, and they're sending him off, or it's high school. Like, stop it, bro! Please stop it. Like, you making you're making Seth right? You like you're a terrible, a terrible husband and father by bringing your fa- your family into the danger zone week in and week out. Like, cut it out. Angie and Leah do not need to be
0: there. Aaliyah's not wrestling. Angie's not managing or nothing like that. It's enough already. What kind of man brings his wife and his daughter to a street fight? And then the very next week brings his wife and daughter to a cage match. uh what kind of man does this
1: yeah, man. bro Like SummerSlam was 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 That's different. Me. That's different. Like yeah, but I'm saying that That's his that, first that was like that was the that was the line for me. Okay. First time on his own against Seth okay, I I'm with that. I got that. But after that point now was enough. It's enough. You got to you got to just cut the cord, man. I don't know why what it is, like, y'all ain't that damn proud that you've got to show up every single week and we know you're proud of the kid. We're all proud of Dom. He's doing his thing, but it, it's time to go. He's, now he's, what, five matches deep into his career already? He's off and running. So, you know, if you're going to turn, buddy, and pair him up with Dom, do that. That's fine because I've been waiting to see Murphy versus Rollins for a while anyway, and this is more this is more, you know, time under the learning tree for Dom to, to help him out. Cool. That's fine. Ray needs to rest up because I don't know why he keep going out there when he's injured anyway. Like, I don't get that. But, yeah, do that. And everybody go home. Just just go home and, and let this grown man do his job. You know what I'm saying? Watching from TV. It's not that
0: serious. Hey, It's crazy because I don't know. Like he's a grown man, but is he supposed to be like younger in kayfabe? Cause you remember, you remember (laughs) last year when uh, who was it? Was it Samoa Joe? Oh, somebody Uh, was beating on Dom. And then you got Jerry, was it Brock? Yeah, it was Brock. You got Jerry Lawler, like he's a teenager. Like given this Jerry Lawler, he he doesn't know teenagers and adults, but granted he's he's a grown man. Yeah. So we gotta It's enough already, man. Sending a whole ass family out there. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh next up, man. Uh Kevin Owens defeated Aleister Black after distraction from the lights. Uh, more on that. Um and then our main event. Uh, Drew McIntyre still doesn't have a guaranteed opponent at Clash of Champions because Retribution attacked both him and Keith Lee. Um, before, you know, we got the Hurt Business came out like some like some bosses though. Like I, I did like on that. some G shit, and they stepped up to the plate and they helped run them off. Uh, apparently, they uh, you know got an offer from Adam Pearce. So, what do you think their asking price was? Oh, listen! If, if I you, got my theory, if if you went back and and you
1: like you watched MVP from the time he first showed up in WWE, the numbers are high. That that that's his that's just his style. Mm-hmm. But
0: I, I I got particular theories when it comes to Adam Pierce. I do, Dang. and uh, that that's actually the next segment. So hold that thought. Okay, all right. but. As as far as the hurt businesses asking price, uh, for for the services from helping retribution, retribution ruined the main event, which was, uh, you know, it had to do with the main event for the pay per view coming up, title shots. I'm saying I think that's their asking price, uh, because who the street prop is gonna face? Hmm. I feel you probably say, "Hey, let's get us a tag team title match." That's all we want. Keep telling y'all, man. It's For right Black now, Evolution. at least,
1: it's
0: Black Evolution, huh? My Cedric MVP or Shelton and Cedric, or I say, who should it I, be?
1: Shelton and Cedric, because because there's that there was that whole like he don't know if he could trust. Oh, him. Yeah, that
0: dichotomy from last yeah. week. Yeah, okay. He
1: could build off of that. So had him hold the titles. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, MVP don't need to do nothing. He's like he's basically the manager.
0: True. I wouldn't mind seeing MVP win a WWE title for like a month. I, listen, that worked for me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even care if it makes sense. It don't gotta make sense. It's MVP with a WWE title. I don't care. This guy has silk the shocker entrance music for <laughs> for over a decade. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Uh, all right, man. Who the fuck is leading retribution? I got my eye on these three people. Very suspicious. And one of the people uh, Malik just casually brought up in passing, and I didn't think much about it until he mentioned it. Because, you know, Malik doesn't know the legacy of the legend, the the NWA Hall of Famer, the five-time NWA champion Adam Pearce. Malik just called him, quote, that bald dude. (laughs) I'm like, this is a former NWA champion. Oh, man. But he said, is that bald dude leading at Retribution? And I was like, hold up. You got a point. Yeah. Because. When did retribution show up? About a week and a half before SummerSlam, two weeks before SummerSlam? Pretty much. We seen Adam Pierce on TV like crazy ever since then. That's a fact. What 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 dreams say? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> used you to be. You look you a little suspicious, saw, bro.
1: Used to be you only saw Adam Pierce when a brawl broke out.
0: Yes. Or or some, you know, some guys was on some bullshit backstage and he needed to settle it. But that was really it. He stayed out of the spotlight for the most part, but now he's everywhere. He's out here. You, you dedicated a whole episode of SmackDown to him a couple weeks back. Like he, he's in every segment. He's out here making matches. He's out here uh, basically being the de facto GM.
1: Who the yeah. hell gave
0: him this much power officially? There were, I ain't see no press and you releases. Know
1: what? You know what too? I'm glad somebody brought it up because Drew said it on um that, that opening segment promo on Raw. He was like, well, who made you in charge? That's
0: a damn good question.
1: Who did make but you in charge?
0: This will really stuck out to me. The way he was acting with security after that Retribution promo, uh, after the, the Cedric Alexander Ricochet match. And he's just going off on security and it just, it did not seem genuine at all. It just nope. seemed like, and I'm not even saying like he he's a bad actor. It just didn't seem genuine from the character's standpoint at all. So you, you you're looking guilty, Adam. It's the body language. Yeah, that that's that's what stands out. Like it's sort because it's
1: not even it's not even the first time. It's like every time something happens with retribution, if they jump somebody, if they cut a promo after the fact, you see Adam Pierce with security, and then it was like. If you look at some of the backstage I think it was last week on SmackDown or the week before um, when he was backstage. No, 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 on Raw. He kept trying to get Drew to leave and Jules kept blowing him off like, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way out. And then it was that look that Adam kept giving him like as he walked away. And then backstage on SmackDown, it's the same thing. It's like you just see this body language. like he knows some shit. Like he's just marking him like, okay, I'm on the list, motherfucker. And it's as simple.
0: Later. It's as simple as you know, him basically being like, hey fam, I'm a I, I I'm a I'm a champion on par with Ric Flair, with Harley Race, with AJ Styles, but yet I'm out here being an errand boy. I'm having to chase these people around backstage all night to sign contracts. I gotta do all this bullshit. I fucking hate this job. So I brought this group of people in. Cause y'all need to show me some fucking respect around here. I'm a five time <laughs> NWA champion. That would so, make some good TV. It would. It uh, sound like it sound like a fire promo. I ain't gonna would. lie. <laughs> uh, and, and my other my other theories uh, is long shots. Uh, Kevin Owens because uh, conveniently he won his match because the lights went out versus Alistair Black and uh, Nia Jax cuz the same thing last week. What if Nia Jax is the leader of retribution? Like uh, like what if we like what if we sat through like almost 2 months <laughs> for Nia Jax? I honestly
1: would be pissed. <laughs> I would really be pissed because it it it's been too many weeks that we cannot take Nia seriously for that to be the case. You know what I'm saying? I just – I I couldn't get with that. Nah, I can't do
0: it. That's my theory, man. Um, You know, I think we mentioned it earlier as well. We don't got a lot of tag teams. Um, You know, after Raw, we, we got a – looks like we got an official breakup of Andrade and Angel Garza, which was – let's be honest, it wasn't going to be a long-term pairing anyway, but they could have did a whole lot more with them. Uh, Murphy and Rollins also was a, was not going to be long-term, but they – looks like they're done for as well. Uh, and that's adding to the list of the Iconics and Sasha and Bayley, Alexa, Nikki Cross, um, New Day, and the War Raiders are both inactive right now as well. Uh, how do we really solve this dilemma going forward? Because there's not too many tag teams. I think on the men's side, we got uh, the Street Profits, Shinsaro, Lucha House Party, in the Hurt business is really all I can think of. And then on the women's side, we got a Riot squad, Shayna and Nia Jax, which also isn't going to be a long-term thing. Um, I mean, I don't think we got anybody else in the women's side besides Team Ninja, NXT, and they're not really ready to showcase like that. So
1: I would say to include Natty and Lana, but I don't consider Lana a real wrestler. So we can't
0: I- – I care so little about Natty and Lana in general. Well, I, now the fact I, that they're together, I care about them even less. Just because they're technically
1: a tag team at the moment,
0: but like I said, I don't. So it I forgot legitimate. about them at all. I, I, I totally forgot about them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't I consider don't it legitimate. But since they show up in twos all the time, I guess you know that that's relative for some consideration. I don't know. But you know, for the women. You have so many women on the NXT roster, you could call up a couple of them at this point, you know, just to to keep that, that depth in the division. You know what I'm saying? You know, because the women's tag team championships go across all three brands anyway, so it's not going to hurt nobody. You might as well call them up. But as for the men, people have been saying it all week long, y'all just need to go ahead and put them belts together, make them one tag team championship, for each brand, we don't have a brand split anymore. Like you, they just find a whole different way to categorize people from Raw showing up on SmackDown and everything like that. Just
0: a brand make
1: initiative. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But First apparently, the wild card. Well, with the wild
0: card, they were showing up every single week anyway. With with this brand initiative, apparently it's limited. You only get so many times a switch per year, which I think is cool because they still honor the the brand split for the most part. Besides, like. Like obviously the women's titles, uh the women's tag titles, and that's pretty much it. But yeah. I don't know. I'm just like at this I, stage I do think the they're game. gonna unify the tag titles, the the main ones, because we got Shinsaro, we got Street Profits. Um they should. I, I think they should, especially there's there's rumors about there being like new sets of tag title belts that they have that they're they said that.
1: They said that months ago. I don't want to say it was like closer to like January or February. They said they had new designs for the SmackDown Tag Team titles, I think. And they were waiting to debut them until after, I think, Elimination Chamber or something like that.
0: I mean, to but, be fair, though, the, that new U.S. title belt was done back in November of last year, and they didn't debut until recently. So it might just be holding off on it.
1: Uh, maybe, but I'm just at this point, man, I I know it's always a factor in like survivor series and stuff like that but it it won't hurt nobody just take them put them together you have one big tag division across both brands and it's less matches too because you know when you keep adding more titles to each show there's so much you know it creates a crowded card we get to times pay-per-views it used to be if you remember back in the day you know what I'm saying? Raw had a world title, WWE, world heavyweight title, the mid-card title, IC, the world tag team championships, and the women's title. But SmackDown didn't have that. They had mm-hmm. a world title, the United States championship, the WWE tag team championships, and the Cruiserweight championship. So it's like, you know, you have that, that separation in place there. So in this case, it's like, okay, you have a tag team division, you have tag teams across, but there's one tag team division championship and that's it because at the end of the day, we said this many times, Vince does not give a damn about tag teams. So that product tends to suffer even with good tag teams. So at this stage with the lack of depth, you might as well just compartmentalize it all together, have one tag championship.
0: It's not that serious. It'll, they will be fine. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh let's let's see what else we got here, man. We're coming to an end. So appreciate y'all if you listen this far. If you didn't listen this far, you're not gonna hear it, but fuck you. Um, oh, oh get up? my rant. What's get my, uh, my rant ooh, out the way ooh. real quick. Hold on, hold on. My bad, my bad. I forgot. I forgot. We got two rants, and I skipped over the segments uh that we're gonna rant about. So we got we got two reek rants, uh Adam Pierce. And uh, him being a terrible authority figure as well as Kevin Dunn for the constant camera cut switches, uh, namely during the uh, final segment with the Hurt Business, Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre and Retribution.
1: Uh, Yes, yes, yes. So, Mr. Adam Pearce, Mr. Five Time NWA Champion, I have just one question for that man and the question is what is your job description because it would appear to me that you make matches you run security you oversee the show as a whole you know uh direct personnel you have all these different job titles but your your tagline is wwe official Are you the general manager? Are you an executive? Like, I need to know what you are. I need to know what you do at the end of the day. Because realistically, 90% of this job you suck at. And this could tie into the theory that he's part of retribution. But, I mean, it's not even just retribution. Anybody gets away with what they do around here. Nia Jax was suspended and still showed up and beat the hell out of whoever she wanted to. You know what I'm saying? You told Drew to go home for the sake of his injury. He is your champion. Him hanging around is a liability. The second you told him to go home, he should have went home. He did not go home. He repeatedly came back two more times, and you saw him and did nothing. You suck at your job in that regard. Then we get to retribution. Retribution has been around now, I want to say for a month and a half, Give or take, I, I would say about that uh, time frame. We,
0: we done with we done with Adam Pierce. We we done with that part of the ring. No, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, again, the retribution they've been around for I want to say about a month and a half now, right? So you have dedicated security to deal with that problem, but we never see that security show up. In fact, I've never seen security show up when retribution comes out. Never. Which maybe, maybe, just maybe the security team is retribution. I don't know. but it might add to the theory. Yeah. I, you've never seen them in the same place. Just saying. You know what I'm saying? We've seen a lot of guys that were security on screen turn out to be wrestlers later on. Sheamus, Cesaro, Keith Lee at one point. MJF. A- MJF, exactly. So, I, I mean, just you need to define what your role is in this business or you need to resign from one of these jobs because you're terrible. That's one. The second I like that one. That's a good one. The second one is, the second one is a little bit, uh, just, just follow me with this one. Now, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown have both been doing production for well over 20 years. This is nothing new. We have been, we've been doing this for such a long time that all of this from start to finish, eight o'clock to 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock should be routine. Why is it that I turn on my TV to watch wrestling on a weekly basis and we are having a problem going to a commercial break because you don't have the correct cue to sign off in time for the commercial to cut in. Michael Cole will be in the middle of saying something and they go to a commercial break. Like, is it am I bugging? Am I bugging? Cause I I just <laughs> I, I don't understand this. How are we how are we missing that cue? Between that, the cam- the the atrocious camera cuts that we've been seeing over the past few weeks, and and the refereeing. Like, Two, three separate occasions at this point now there was there was what what match was it last week um that got messed uh, andrade andrade and garza versus three prophets i think it was that that had a botch in it from the official standpoint then you had the match with uh
0: the six man tag the raiders the six yeah
1: the six man tag that's where dead, ivar man. got hurt yeah yeah there was the match where ivar got hurt you saw he threw up the x and uh, they got to get out when it well i do but it's like right, right.
0: it was because it honestly the reason that match was so messed up was on ricochet because when you're dealing with multi-man matches it's kind of hard for and i've heard i've heard guys like edge and christian talk about this on their show like it's kind of difficult to relay information to everybody in that match at one okay. point so i'm pretty sure Ricochet just didn't get the cue that we're ending the match right here.
1: But you know what? He but you know what? that brings me that brings me to my third point, which is the Mickey match, right? Now, for you listeners at home who don't know this, there is a secret communication that happens between referees and wrestlers. They have their earpieces in. That is their their ear to backstage, the production, Vince, you know the the, the producers of the show. They are in the referee's ear to let them know what's going on. So there's a secret communication between referee and wrestler. Whenever there's a big spot, wherever it looks like somebody or both of them could potentially get hurt. The referee immediately goes down to the wrestler, grabs their hand and they squeeze. The object of the squeeze is to get a squeeze back. If you squeeze back, that means I'm good. We can keep the match going. No problems. If they don't squeeze back, that means there is a problem. They're incapacitated. They got something going on. We throw up the X, we get medical attention. And then... From that earpiece, we decide whether or not we continue to match or what's going to happen. At no point in time did we see that referee, which he got a lot of history of blunders at this point in time. I'm starting to wonder he might be a little special up here. At no point in time do we see that referee go down, to squeeze Mickey's hand. So he did not check to see if she was good. So by the time they made the call to say, oh, she looks like she's out of it, call the match off. It was just like he just kind of stuck. Like, oh, I guess I got to call the match off. If you simply just went and checked to make sure she was good, you would know like, hey, she's good. Let her keep going and we'll sc- scrap this. We'll make a new mat- make a new finish to this on the fly and we'll end it on the right note. No, we make a screwy finish. We make Mickey look bad after she's already looked bad for several weeks when she just got back on TV from being away from an injury. It's pissing me off. You need to stop it. So the refs, the production and Adam Pearce, all of y'all need to get this shit together because I'm getting sick and tired of this. If Adam Pierce is running Retribution, let it be known. And for God's sakes, Michael Cole's been on TV too long to look bad when you go to commercial. It's not a good look. Come on, son. Y'all got to get it together. I'm tired of it. Michael Cole just talking like this in the middle of commercial. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, boop, we go to fade to Black. That's a bad look, bro. You're acting like we've been, we haven't done this before. You know what I'm saying? Y'all talk all the time. Monday Night Raw is the longest weekly episodic TV show in the world. Like there has never been anything that's run longer than Monday Night Raw at this point. So what's the problem? That that that's all I need to know, bro.
0: But yeah, that that that's my rant for this week. <laughs> Three grants, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> yes, sir. We have to trademark these, man. Oh yeah, no doubt. Real, we gonna have to trademark these, man. So, uh, let's close out this show, man. Uh, let us let, let's, let's talk about a couple things that happened on SmackDown. I don't want to get too in depth on anything on SmackDown because it was six days ago, and I don't want to talk about something that happened six days ago. Like it's it's kind of out of the news cycle at this point. Um, yeah, <laughs> but. We we gonna we gonna talk about the important things. Uh, one is Jay Uso dumb as hell, or is he just blinded by family loyalty, or is it a little I, bit of both? I,
1: I I think it's just he just blinded. Read the room, nigga. Everybody sees it, but him, and that's sad because <laughs> he's really gonna get his ass beat
0: when the time comes, and I'm not sorry for him at this point. I'm not either just because you have a terrible sense of discernment. Uh, I don't care if it's your family. I, I get I guess it's just, you know. I got that dichotomy with my family, where I can't really trust them sometimes like I don't mean I don't like them. it don't mean I don't love them. It's just I don't I don't really trust them, you know. Everybody got them cousins that steal from you, you know, so you got <laughs> you to you keep your eye on. Them. Uh, yeah. Uh, he should listen, it, the
1: giveaway was him telling you, like, yo, this is, uh, just stop looking at the belt. Like, that That should have been, like, the, that the whole giveaway,
0: the the initial giveaway should have been when this nigga said, my twin brother would probably get the job done, but I wouldn't. I was like, what the fuck you mean, nigga? Yeah, that too? Like, <laughs> like what, what's the slight for? Hold it on. Was before he even became number <laughs> one contender. Exactly. I was like, oh, you talking shit? Like this ain't like you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like that. But this dude, he back there. He out here uh making matches and and putting Roman in matches. And Roman, like, what the fuck are you doing? I ain't trying to work. The second he came out and Roman wasn't
1: with him, like right there. Bruh, there. Red alert. This is not a drill. <laughs> like, nigga, don't got your back like that.
0: And- and listen, I'm—I've been annoying before to people. I'm—I think I'm annoying sometimes. I can be annoying to other folks. I might talk too much. Like, I might, you know, be a little obnoxious. And especially, you know, when I was like 11, 12, 13. Not to, you know, not to turn this into a therapy session, but I had a little bit of uh, a, a low self-esteem issues back then, and so I tried to overcompensate by Trying to get people to be, you know, to like me and be my friend too much. I'll be obnoxious. And I've been there. I'm looking at Jay Uso in the back. And he, you know, Roman just sitting there chilling. And Jay Uso just hype. He's just talking. And Roman just basically looking like, man, what's this motherfucker with? Shut the yeah. hell up. Yep. I was like, right. Jay. I was 12 years old. And I could sense when I was getting on people's nerves. And I, I had to tell myself. And you know, even one of my friends had to tell me like, you're annoying. And right then and there I was like, I am annoying. And I I, I, I think since then I've chilled out. I, I don't do too much. Uh, at that point, I haven't really cared about people liking me. So if they fuck with me, they fuck with my personality and it is what it is, but I'm chilling. Cause I, I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little obnoxious. Jay Uso on the other hand, you like 35, 36, 37, around that yeah. age. Like your birthday was just recently. Like, y'all just, y'all, you know, fam. Realize that your cousin don't fuck with you. He the champ. He the champion. He's finally, he's finally going to run with the championship that's worth a damn because he has not had a worth a damn world championship run ever. The first one ended in three minutes. The second one ended in three weeks. The other one ended because he got suspended, and the other reign ended because he got cancer. So this is the first reign that Reigns has had in a very long time. Yeah, and it's solid. And honestly, he's been through some shit. I don't think he really rocking with you right now. Like it's about business. Like he's putting business over family right now. This is this the first title reign that's working. Yeah. in all phases
1: so it's like nah we got it right this time i'm not getting this fucked up exactly nothing like he got paul with him now you know what i'm saying he, he's, he's gone dark side the way he wanted to like everything said
0: though oh yeah he said the the reignsing defending Ransing, the tribal chief Oh, Heyman be yeah. spitting bars, boy. That's right. The tribal chief. And oh, also uh, on SmackDown, who the hell is this mystery woman? It's Carmella. It's Carmella. Yeah. I've seen the tattoos.
1: <laughs> that that and, you know what the other is? Like, it took me like a two or three times looking at it again. The hair. The hair matches. Like, the body shape. Everything. It's like, it's too identical. So, it's definitely Carmella.
0: Cause I at first I'm like, naturally I'm thinking it's Carmela. Cause I'm thinking like, what other blonde hair women haven't been on TV in yeah. a while? And then it's Carmela and Dana Brooke. But like Dana Brooke is a little buff. Yeah. yeah so she she's she stocky. That, that's yeah, not so her. <laughs> I, I I ruled her out immediately. You know, like it's it's got to be Carmella. And thanks to uh you know the people on Twitter using their detective skills and their investigative skills. They found them and they zoomed in on the tattoo and they looked at an old picture of Carmela and they were able to compare the tattoo. which I think it's like a butterfly or something. Yeah. Yeah, on right her, her, her arm. yeah. Like right here by the elbow. Yeah. So I wonder what the hell that is. Hopefully it's not another, uh, Emelina case and they actually do something with this. Uh, and also, man, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey. <sighs> Shout out to Bailey. Uh, a lot of people caught this, which me I did not catch it until I just ha- I had an epiphany in the middle of the night at like two a.m. <laughs> and I was just like, "Yo, I just I just got it." And uh, Sasha Banks, uh, not Sasha Banks. I'm sorry, but Bailey sitting in the middle of the ring in a chair just like another Mexican wrestler 15 years ago. Yep. Uh, this Mexican wrestler 15 years ago just so happened to turn on his friend, too. Uh, this Mexican wrestler is Sasha Banks' favorite wrestler as well, so shout-out to the storytelling there. That's all I want to say. If you don't Indeed. know who I'm talking about, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio? Yeah. And it was like, it, it, it took
1: until she actually sat down that I looked at the whole visual of it, like, okay, the lights. Lights is then, spotlights there. She's sitting in a chair. Oh shit. As soon as she sat down, I'm like,
0: okay, let me get my popcorn because this is gonna be good. It, it did it didn't click with me. Like I said, it's in the middle of the night. But uh the promo is basically, you know, her saying I had to do what I had to do. You, and I love Sasha it. was gonna do it eventually too. So exactly. I had to Yo,
1: it's like it's not even so much that you like, okay. Yeah, we knew this, like, not like it's a secret, but it's the fact that. She just owned it and said, okay, listen, you wasn't going to get me first. I'm striking. If if somebody's going to turn, it's going to be me at the end of the day. Because I seen you. It's like, I seen you looking at me. I seen you making them slide little looks at my title. You holding on to it, taking all these pictures and shit. She's like, no, no, you wasn't low this whole time. I saw you. But I just had to make sure that at the end of the day, I didn't get caught. You know what I'm saying? So when you was vulnerable, I took advantage, I knocked you down, and now you out. So that's why I just, I loved it, right then and there. Like, obvious or not, that shit was on point.
0: And this is this is the most compelling story in the company right now. And yes. uh, Sasha Banks will be appearing this Friday. Uh, don't get mad if she doesn't show up and appear in the ring because they never said that. And usually when they don't specify if they are gonna be there, it usually is gonna be via Zoom as usual please like please. like we doing right now yes plus it makes sense to the story anyway like i'd be mad as fuck if she just show up at the thunderdome on tv like walking down to the ring and shit like she needs to show up with a neck brace on unable to speak cuz she got her voice box crushed lean into it man bruce b Wilder, cut the check
1: fence yeah and hey listen if she does show back up for any reason at all Bring Bailey back and do it again. I don't care if that's what you need to do. Like he'll be talking and she doesn't see it coming. Bailey just jumps How her. How many and... times do
0: we have to teach you this lesson, old? man?
1: exactly. Like, yo, dude, go as far as you need to, Bruce. I don't care. Make this drag out. Do not don't be slick and try to slide into hell in the cell with this. Cause listen, as great of says as a match that it is, this story needs to keep burning. It needs to keep. It needs to have that fever pitch when we get to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It really does. You don't need to sacrifice that for Hell in a Cell. You really don't.
0: Nah, nah, we don't need it. But I can't wait. I can't wait, man. Uh, this has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode fifty-five. Um, Say that versus pro wrestling this Saturday. So if you in Las Vegas, come to Boulevard Mall, two thirty p.m. Uh, standing room only, but it's free. So buy some free wrestling at the mall. Go get a, you can go get a elote around the corner. There's a, there's a little spot there, little elote shop. Go get you a pretzel or something in the mall. You know, go to, go to Bath and Body Works. Go get you a candle, three wicks. I <laughs> I, re- I recommend the Spearmint and Eucalyptus. That's my favorite scent. Um, oh man you know if if you really you know you really really in for it if you feel safe to do it there's a movie theater across the across the way from a uh, from the wrestling school so go ahead watch a wrestling show go watch a movie or you can go watch a movie and go watch a free wrestling show either or. i'm just giving you guys options my the barbershop i go to is at that mall too so go ahead and go get you know go get a cut just don't go when i'm about to go i need to line up so you don't go before i do because the bath you know, and body works thing man that's like... oh listen so hold on i'm trying to right there i'm pointing to it right there that's my candle in my bathroom hey, man, right there look, that's i got them all i'm gonna show listen i'm gonna show y'all my candle collection I'm hey, I heard niggas out here like candles. <laughs> oh, I love boy. candles, bro. I'm telling yeah. you. Candle they be smelling, good. It just make the house smell good, man. So and uh,
1: hey, I'm telling man. you, Reek,
0: Reek, get on that experiment and eucalyptus three-wick candle, the aromatherapy from, from Bath and Body Works, fam. Well, you know what? If I go looking for it, maybe I'll stumble on some shit. So,
1: cuz <laughs> that's what happened here. So, maybe just maybe there's a method to this madness.
0: I'm telling you, man. <laughs> just don't listen. Huh, let me. Let me go ahead and get on a on a on a mini regrant. Listen. Candles, they're not just for women. So don't let nobody think that are oh, you like candles? You a bitch? Like no. I like candles because they smell good make my house smell good I don't got to get a, a a womanly scent my you know my my house don't got to smell like lavender and you know and, and and flowers and cotton candy and bubble gum no you know they got grown man scents they got men scents too they got men candles at bath and body Works. so if you you know if you if your masculinity is fragile go ahead and get you a man candle either or it smells good too I got a man candle in my bathroom as well. I got a man candle. I got an aromatherapy. Also got a female candle. Champagne toast. It smells amazing. Grant, over. Oh. Young Kings wow. Wrestling podcast, man. What's your socials like, Reek? Oh, man.
1: Find me at Reek Havoc, Instagram and Twitter. And check out the Havoc Hour on Instagram youtube spotify anchor wherever you listen to your podcast i will probably be shooting tomorrow night so i'll keep you posted
0: uh we got to up. yeah yeah we don't we, gonna, we got on. a lot to talk about we 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 got to huh, all right i, I almost forgot reek say your socials and i got one more closing message and then we can end this show yeah yeah but my bad i cut you off havoc hour yeah yeah
1: yeah find the havoc hour on instagram um uh, also on youtube and then you can listen on Spotify, Anchor, and I uh, Google Play. But yeah, I will be probably recording tomorrow because we got to talk, we got to chat it up. I'm gonna hit up Vince and everybody, so I'm gonna need a panel. I'm gonna need a panel because we got we hit got up Vince, to talk.
0: Hit up Zay, me. I don't know if Malik available. We gotta talk. I got <laughs> I gotta speak my piece real quick. I'm a I'm gonna go in depth on the Havoc Hour. But first, I just want to say this. The Safety Scissors of Playa Vista, California.
1: Safety Scissors.
0: (laughs) In other words, known to some people, not to me, but to some people as the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah trash that's all i'm gonna say but i'm gonna go in tomorrow on the havoc hour <laughs> i'm gonna go in tomorrow Greek, give me access get give me give me hosting capabilities tomorrow oh god so i can run my soundboard oh good lord so i'm gonna load the soundboard up i'm gonna re-up the soundboard tomorrow we're going in we haven't we 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 Ooh. doc rivers paul oh paul george Ooh. Doc, Doc Rivers Paul George Doc Rivers Paul George.
1: The Show is aptly named the Havoc Hour. It sounds Paul as Paul George as if we will have. And Doc Rivers. Pandemic P. <laughs> the show is aptly named the Havoc Hour. It sounds as if we will have quite a bit of havoc.
0: I can't wait. In the hour. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna just oh, save, it. I'ma save it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it because, cause listen, I had to hear all season. Last summer, I remember. I remember it like it was yesterday. Last summer, I was working at the, I was working at the Thomas and Mack Center for the summer league. And the mm-hmm. summer league, if you don't know, uh, it, it takes place, or uh, at the same time, free agency takes place in the NBA, basically and I got, I, I was in an elevator, bro. And <laughs> a, I was in an elevator and an earthquake happened as I was in the elevator and it, it ended the game for that night. And then the next night, everything went smoothly and I'm chilling. And I get a text message because I uh, subscribe to Woj and I subscribe to Chris Haynes and and Sham Sharania. I got to get my info because they talking about Kawhi Leonard want to come to the Lakers. Hmm. And so I'm just, I'm waiting for it. And uh, I get a notification from Chris Haynes. And uh, shout out to Chris Haynes, a brother. It's a black dude in a really high-ranking reporter position in the NBA. I'm proud of him. He broke the news. And it said, Kawhi Leonard has signed to the Los Angeles. And I was like, oh, Clippers. I was like, oh. <laughs> Put my phone on silent immediately. Stayed off of social media that whole day. Did not know that they traded for Paul George that same night. So I log on Twitter and I see people talking about Paul George. And I'm like, what Paul George do? And I go look up Paul George. And he signed to the Clippers too. I'm like, oh. I go to work the next day at the arena at Thomas and Mac center for the summer league. And who walks in Clipper Daryl hype. I got so mad (laughs) and guess, and guess who was, was literally like four feet from me that same day on the stairs, doc rivers, Oh, man. Oh, like the world is trolling me right now. Damn. But Mm. they not in the playoffs no more. They back home. (laughs) And my Lakers are still in the playoffs after I had to hear since last July about this team being better than my Lakers, being the Chicago Bulls. But you know what? I'm going to get into it tomorrow in the Havoc Hour. I'm cutting a promo. I'm cutting a promo. It's gonna rival. It's gonna rival uh, hard times. It's gonna rival uh, any Ric Flair promo you probably heard of all time. It's gonna rival Steiner math. I bet you is gonna choose this one next time. Oh, uh, here you go. It's gonna it's gonna rival Austin three sixteen. <laughs> Fontaine three sixteen says the Clippers. I'm be on that ass. Follow me on Instagram at tc.fontaine follow me uh on instagram at malik.lv with two k's because i'm getting (laughs) a page eventually from malik and you can follow us here at yk wrestling at yk wrestling everywhere that you have a social media uh, page whether it's twitter instagram facebook we don't have a snapchat people use snapchat still apparently so i'd be i I log on my snapchat every now and again People still post. I'm right. like, yeah,
1: they they use it to like get shit off their chest, basically. Like when they just feel like, Vincent, I guess. they just go on like a five page Snapchat rant. That's pretty. Much
0: oh, it. just the, the the videos, just yeah. Oh man, they still doing that. That's the most common thing I see now. I can't believe people still doing that. I don't know, man. Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen and uh, we are out of here, gone, gone. He missed a cue every single week. <laughs> <laughs> we out.